Welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I'm your host, Cardinellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And it looks like the plot thickens, okay? This UBI payment slash stimulus payment, whatever you want to call it, um, has reached an $850, a billion dollar proportion, and Donald Trump has just finished having a really interesting um, conference on said subject. And Andrew Yang has even released a statement about this stimulus slash potential kind of like pilot program for UBI that even the Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is um, in support of. It's actually really interesting, and we're going to be analyzing both takes of this. The conference just ended pretty much within five minutes at time of this recording. Um, Cody, why don't you take it away and tell us what's going on? Um, all right, so I guess we'll we'll go to the most breaking news here. Yeah, as you said, this came out just a few minutes ago at the latest press briefing, but the White House is currently eyeing an $850 billion coronavirus stimulus package. Uh, meanwhile, Senate Democrats have prepared their own package that would cost at least $750 billion. Have to, you know what, got to give it to the Senate for competing with their, hey, you know, maybe it's maybe it's friendly competition in the name of getting the best package put out. Who knows? And I, I, I doubt any of these people want their name on the coronavirus bill for the next thousand years. Regardless, yeah. I want to get to some of the bigger stuff in here. So, I'm going to read you guys a few quotes from Mr... Uh, make sure I get his name right. Um, Steven. Oh uh, okay, some people say Mnuchin. Or is it just Nuchin? Some people say Munchen. And it's kind of like Jank Uger. <laughs> Nobody gets it right. Yeah, well, you know we, obviously, I don't pronounce all those consonants the way they're spelled. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, he is the Treasury Secretary of the United States, and he said he's preparing an aid package that is expected to total $850 billion. However, listen to his quote. We're looking at sending checks to Americans immediately. And what we've heard from hardworking Americans, many companies have now shut down, whether it's bars or restaurants. Americans need cash now, and the president wants to get cash now. And I mean now, in the next two weeks. Um, looking through, I haven't seen any specific figures on what that number would be. But correct me if I'm wrong. This is the dude who literally signs that check when he's giving it to the people. He's yeah. the Treasury Secretary. Um, he's saying that like yeah, he's the one that receives your tax checks. Yeah, but my, like yeah. If, if there's anybody in charge of who get who who can get right a check for right. Um, and it's interesting to see that the president 100% on board and they're trying to get in two weeks money in people's hands. So that brings us to the next part of this. Uh, this is still kind of breaking news. We'll go over a little bit more of it. If you watched a video yesterday or have just kind of been following a little bit what's going on with the, you know, the kind of post-candidacy of Andrew Yang, he's moved on to his Humanity Forward pack or fund, not a pack. It's a fund. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a nonprofit that's. Well, it is a PAC because it's a political action yeah, committee, but, but it's, not it's really a fund for candidate. candidates. Yeah. yeah. So the idea being here is that it's um, a way to pilot, test, and basically kind of be a central UBI center to kind of gather for it. Now, the idea of the government giving... I mean, that uh, before I go, I just want to read that quote. For, did that not sound like Andrew Yang for a second there? When he said, um, let me get this quote. Like, this sounds like Andrew Yang's uh, word. Americans need cash now, and the president wants to get cash now, and I mean now... Like, and just saying forever. I think the best way to help people is to give them cash. I think yeah. money in their pocket. I think handing someone money is the best way to help them. And now we see that's where the, that's where the American government is. It's like so, hydration. The best way to fight any kind of illness is to be hydrated. Yeah. And and cash is economic hydration. Oh, of course. Like yeah. all things get better when you're hydrated. There's not a disease that isn't prevented or fought off faster when you're hydrated. And money is economic hydration. Of course. So next, I want to get to um, Andrew Yang. He tweeted out. That is a, a statement. We'll get to the statement, but I also like what he says here. It says that my team has been in touch with the White House and we are offering resources. Because obviously this is Andrew Yang's thing has now became the thing. Oops, sorry. Let me resize that. And we'll go through his statement on this as well because, like I said, it's basically his 
his plan is now being adopted by the government in a in the short term. But the idea is, but not his plan. I want to rock that back because this isn't universal basic income. Yeah. Uh, don't. A short term stimulus is not the yeah. same as a long term. Like, don't take it as a victory. Program. This yeah. isn't the UBI victory. But the idea of piloting the federal government giving people money. That is happening. So here's a statement from Andrew Yang. He says, I'm pleased to see the White House adopt our vision of putting money directly into the hands of hardworking Americans. It's unfortunate to see this development take place under the current circumstances. Heard that. But this is exactly what universal basic income is designed to do. Offer a way to ensure that Americans can make ends meet when they need it most. He is probably kicking himself that he didn't, he didn't mention pandemic in every one of his yeah, speeches for UBI. Seriously. Anyway, I look forward to monitoring the developments of the White House as they consider methods of distribution. And both me and my team are, are eager to offer our supports to ensure this process runs as smoothly as possible. My hope is that these checks extend beyond this period of dire need in order to prepare us for any future crises and the continued transformation of our economy and our society, signed Andrew Yang. So uh, we're still, again, waiting to get a little more solid info on all the details, but as far as I'm concerned, the federal government for the United States, the executive branch, just said we are... Checks in the mail. Like the, the, we are sending checks in the next within the next two weeks to Americans. They're asking for. I think it was again eight hundred fifty billion. Now I will say I'm 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 no I'm no stalker financial whiz, so I could be just a just an idiot on this one. But it was curious how they were able to. I guess it was the Fed too. But the Fed rustled up one point five trillion to inject into the stock market. I mean I get I think they did it in, in yeah. increments of five hundred million. Yeah. But they they are five hundred billion. They found yeah, that quick, man. They found yeah. that quick. <laughs> Maybe in a few weeks we can get you guys your eight fifty billion. They found the one point five. Like, boom, got it. It's here for the market. They found now. literally the equivalent of the national debt. Okay, they found the national debt in money somewhere. It's ready. You know, I bet you right now all those dark ops, uh, dark ops organizations that you know buy the 500 billion dollar drones that can secretly like microwave your brain oh, from space a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of loans from the you know right i now. bet you all right now they're like dang coronavirus we well, don't we know. don't get our toys for six months i don't know if the nsa has uh, <laughs> if the nsa has their own little private funds can the nsa and i have no idea how this works in the intricacies of it could it, yeah. could a individual government organization take out an independent loan from the fed i guess why would the fed yeah. be issuing loans at zero percent yeah because the interest rate zero as well so like there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the, also i guess that's that's the issue when you're talking about like, kind of like market money that isn't this 850 billion is intended to be spent immediately yeah when you inject 500 billion into the market it's like that, that's not to be withdrawn and spent on cars you know what i mean yeah, exactly. it, the, the idea is it stays in there and helps yeah. but uh but still so i wanted to make sure we talked about that and i wanted to get into some just uh i think there's one more quote um oh here we go and then just again just to get back to what trump again i mean it's pretty crazy guys i know i've kind of covered this already but just repeating it again this is a quote from donald trump we want to do something we want to do something that gets money to them as quickly as possible money them being us the citizens yeah kind of weird to refer to them as them yeah a little, a little weird on that i guess he's the president if, if there's We're any the proof that the elites of this country yeah. literally view themselves as a ruling class over the poppers the fact that he just oh, called oh, the u.s on. population them unless he's referring to the organ the, the organizations that would distribute it maybe uh, i don't know it's, okay. it's out of context quote anyway he could be referring to whoever would do the distribution of it, but yeah. But um, uh, 
uh, still they uh, go through. And then uh, speaking on the Senate floor, Tuesday morning, Senate Majority Lead Mitch McConnell said that Congress needs to provide more direct assistance to workers and family and enact further strong steps to secure economic foundation, especially small businesses. He also said that Congress must help support medical professionals on the front lines. McConnell said that the Senate won't leave Washington until they pass additional aid packages. It's my intention that the Senate will not adjourn until we have passed significant and bold new steps above and beyond what the House has passed to help our strong nation and strong underlying economy weather this storm. Now, what, what this could is, be interesting here is, remember that yesterday the tweet that Nancy Pelosi is now to the right of Tom Cotton? Yeah. If people end up to the right of Mitch McConnell on his giving aid to families and yeah. new plan, like, p- people in the Senate are going to have to take a deep look if they're like, am I really going to be against Mitch McConnell's send money to families yeah. plan? Even if it is, like, I think we might get to that tipping point now where we're seeing where... Because how, how ironic is this, too? Mitch McConnell won't leave the Senate until they pass a bill. And that's Normally, Mitch McConnell's super interested in legislation, not judges, not confirming them. Not, he's yeah. interested in legislation. So it's it's funny how we're starting to see a little well, bit of the partisan I, I give credit. I, I give credit to Mitch McConnell. I'm not some huge fan of him. You know what I'm saying? His personality is kind of dry and boring to me. Well, Andy but, kind of does um, something. I, I do have to say... He's kind of been a rock star in the sense that he told um, he, he gets lampooned all the time as not caring about people and not this and that. But he literally said, Senate's not going home until we get a bill passed. Well, yeah, and F you guys, if you can't get your crap together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he basically put his big boy pants on and acted like dad of the family. But it's, just, it's, it's, <laughs> fun, it's just funny coming from him because in the past he had been somebody that was totally content with just ignoring legislation and doing his other work that he was interested in. Well, because he was the one that had slammed all... He, he'd slammed the Democratic House bill for basically being a big, fat pork belly under the under the guise of coronavirus. They were putting in Planned well, no. Parenthood uh, spending no, I, and all this other crap. Just, he slammed it down. His tenure. During his tenure, oh, his focus has primarily okay. been on confirming judges for the Republicans. Oh, yeah. He hasn't cared too much about... Like, that being well, said... Well, because he can't he, get well, much he, else he's done. He's getting a lot of weird stuff from the House because it's been a nonsense partisan battle. I get that. Yeah. It's just funny to see... My, my larger point is, Mitch McConnell insisting he won't leave until legislation's passed. Yeah. That's how I can think we can tell that the partisanship is starting to erode a little bit. Yeah. We're, we're seeing somebody yeah. who, for the most part, seems to have just been like, look, man, I got my own little project over here I'm working on. You guys can do what you want. Is now saying, until we're sending money directly to Americans, I'm not leaving the house i'm yeah. not leaving washington i mean it again kind of shows the um i don't want to say direness but it shows the way the government's thinking but i mean this and there's is- a lot of democratic donors that are not liking this so it's going to be really interesting to see how the democrat establishment that's super corporatist okay how they fight against this and it's it's a it's a weird world because i grew up in a world where the stereotype was that Republicans are the corporatists and they're the rich ones trying to defend their money bags. But right now what's so interesting is it's the Democrat donors that are the rich ones trying to uh, um, defend their money bags. You've got Nancy Pelosi fighting against measures that like, yeah, like Tom Cotton's like all in, money to the people. Mitt Romney, the owner of Bain Capital, the organization that would go in and part out to the highest bidder, vulnerable and suffering companies, Apparently, he's got a bigger heart. You know what I'm saying? Or, well, at least it's just a bigger interest in the economy, right? Like, that's the other thing, too, is how, well, yeah, how sure, much of it is like, because, and look, no, I, he's I have, got a good heart. I have no problem if those interests intersect. If what's good for the economy is good for the people and they're just acting in the best interest of the economy and that happens to be the best interest of the people, yeah, whatever, man. Could be worse, right? They could be acting against our interests. <laughs> like, it could be way worse. But 
uh, to get to a, a to, I was trying to say I, once for, again salvation you know comes from the for Republican a moment Party. No. No. <laughs> for a moment I thought the partisanship was ending but it, it, it's not we're, we're seeing here and this might be the article I'm reading but it does it does appear that the Senate Democrats are proposing a competing bill with Chuck Schumer saying our bill is better again if it's in the name of legitimately creating the best bill for the human pe- the, the human people the human people or the American people whatever one you want to pick that's one thing but I'm not gonna lie every single time I see these press conferences these people know when they sign a bill and it gets passed if that bill is important their names on that thing forever and they want their bill passed because their names they they, they want to be able to say in the, campaign the, videos I'm the one who signed the bill yeah. to bail out well, the US economy during coronavirus not, not only that these people and not all of them but I, it, it's kind of one of those things you can't be Kobe Bryant if you're not kind of like an egotistical crazy person it's hard to be a senator for 20 <laughs> years if you're not an egotistical crazy person and these people like you know, for thousands of years my name well yeah you know, like you think these people don't look at the Declaration of Independence and go, wow, we still talk about these dudes how many hundred years later? You think people uh-huh. don't think about that stuff? So there's always this sense of during the impeachment thing, remember when Nancy Pelosi had special monogram pens made for everybody who signed the impeachment bill? Yeah. Dude, these people think in the, and it's part of a, it's part of how you get there. You get there by being this kind of personality. My point being though, I don't want to get too verbose. I hope that isn't the competition we're seeing here and we're seeing yeah. more of a friendly competition of, hey, let's just pull everything together. We'll come up with our best plan. You can up with your best plan we'll bring them together we got to help people i hope it's how do we help people better and not how do i win this fight but unfortunately uh, the other qualification for being a senator is that you're functionally a child you, yeah. you, you have the emotion you have the emotional intelligence of a 12 year old your entire life i don't know but um it's just uh, it's fascinating to see the united states government move to proposing and again i mean the, the quote we're seeing here is we are looking to send checks to America. Can you pull up the New York Times article though? Because I really did like this. Is the last thing we'll talk about yeah, before I we go. I'll pull it up right. Uh, uh, the New York Times article where Donald Trump explained uh, the what the program was going to be like, and he basically said, "We're going big." <laughs> it was just, it was uh, so epic. Um, we want to have a big infusion as opposed to going through little meetings every couple of days. We're going big, and that's the way it, it'll be. So yeah, we're going big, and that's the way it'll be. Uh, that is awesome. Called, Couldn't you yeah. just envision him with his hands when he, because he always puts his hands out to the side a little bit? He's like, "We're going big, and that's the way it's gonna be." <laughs> you know, that you know, is you know awesome. I, you know what I have noticed during all this? I've definitely noticed why he appointed um, Mike Pence to be the like lead. Yeah, because Donald Trump is not good. At comforting people, yeah, I know. I think it was a great call. He's always like, he's always got these like, ah, you know, uh, like, wh- like those weird pauses and st- and like stammers and kind of like hangups he has that normally you ignore when he's trying to like be serious and like very direct. Like we are, um, and, and to be honest with you, um, I think we're he's working been... on this. Um, good, we're working good on it. Um, you shouldn't be, yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be. I'm scared. I don't want to see that. Not scared. Don't want to see it. Uh, don't hoard that. Don't, but it's yeah. like that's not Mike Pence is like a politician. He can go up there and. My fellow Americans, it's very important in these times that we. Un- and it's like, okay, he he talks like he's a professional speaker. Well, and he's got he that kind of pastoral like voice that comes from his lifelong yeah. hyper Christianity. Professional speaker. I was you can yeah. see the difference between a professional speaker going up there cleanly, confidently delivering lines, and Trump going up there kind of just, man, well, you know. And it's like, wow, I mean, anyway, I, off. That's a tangent, but uh, I mean, just massive news. Andrew Yang has been, and I also wanted to cover this because Andrew Yang has been, uh, he's been banging this drum for a while. That look, I know it's not UBI, but look, we have to get money into people's hands. We have to do it. We can't. We can't wait until that would have been a good idea. We need to yeah. strike while it still is. 
Yeah. So anyway, um, you got anything else you want to say? Um, one last thing. One last thing. The last I want to address the last part of this tweet again. I I just want to talk about. I wonder in what capacity is because this is hey. I mean, how how funny is this one? Not funny. Again, I don't like using the word because it's a very serious thing. How ironic, though, is it that Andrew Yang campaigned on this thing forever? People laughed at him. To this day, I bring him to oh, the $1,000 a month guy. What a clown. And now, potentially, we haven't heard it confirmed. <laughs> it might be a Republican no, bill signed by the president. See, yeah, but we might see him working in a administration on, on the peripheries, kind of like how we did with Obama, yeah. right? Like he was a member yeah. of, like he wasn't a member of the st- staff, but he was, he worked. Yeah, he did something with them. We might see something like like Andrew Yang might be in the White House in the next few months. I guess what I'm saying, not as president and not necessarily in an official cabinet position, but yeah. it just it, it's crazy to see how his. And again, I, I do. And the reason, the only reason why I bring this up so much, I just don't want people to like don't accept a one-time cash payment as any kind of compromise for a UBI. It's just it's a different thing. Yeah. However, proving that sending checks to people helps is the first start. Yeah. And if he, if, if this is where we're gonna start, if Andrew Yang and the, which I guarantee you, he is working overtime behind the scenes too. Because one, he he, the part of the there's a. There's kind of a command chain there. How do you actually get money? It sounds funny. How do you get money to people? You write them a check. Like, does somebody sit there and do you have a machine just print out thousands of checks? Do they just get mailed? And, and also, like, <clears throat> the soundbite is really good. If we can prove that putting $1,000 a month for whatever short period of time into the hands of all the adults in America solves even just a short-term crisis, who's not to say that the long-term version of that would not solve long-term crises that have festered and boiled in society for 50 years. Especially, the, I think one of the big things in this moment in particular, but in general, the psychological component of... Yeah. There, there, there's people that are freaking out about million things because they should be. It's like, wow, I like I know a bunch yeah. of people that got laid off. and There's people that got laid off, based, a lot of people got laid off basically immediately, and it's like awful, yeah. and there's no real... Now, there is... I'm not saying it's good, but like everything, the part of being in a you know a kind of free market capitalist state is the market evolves. Jeff Bezos announced 100,000 new hires are coming, so like there's yeah. I don't think that makes up for the layoffs, and not everyone wants to work at an Amazon warehouse. Not what I'm saying, but my larger point is is that we definitely see how this kind of ripples through and affects the economy in different yeah. ways, and just the me- the the mental. We might see a little bit of the kind of national anxiety and hysteria settle if a lot of people who didn't know where their next check was coming from now do. Does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of people who are very uncertain about a million things, uncertain about, is this disease bad? Am I going to get it? Am I going to get sick? Is my family going to get sick? What's going to happen? Are they going to quarantine? So they're going to lock us down? How am I going to get a check? Yeah. It's weird how when that last question's answered, those other questions become something you can confront yeah. easier. You know that's, what I that's mean? A re- that's a really keen observation, Cody. So I think that could You're be right. the I think that that kind of general mental alleviation off people could be uh-huh. one of those side effects that until it's like economic hydration, it, yeah. the other stresses just go away. And until but until you've shown it, it is kind of hard to explain. And because it is kind of like a, it's like like you can't prove it will work until you've given people money and it works. You know what I mean? Until it's actually happened, you can just kind of say I think it'll work, but I don't know. I could just. Speaking from my own sense, it's crazy how many issues, like, it's crazy how much easier other things are to confront when where's my money coming from is a question that you have answered. So uh, I just think it's really interesting, to, uh, not interesting, but it's great to see Andrew Yang. To, uh, also, I know I'm going long, but I like to see Andrew Yang, I like seeing how he's kind of apparently really grabbed the reins on this, you know. 
I yeah. mean, he's a politician. He's an entrepreneur. He is that kind of guy. But still, he, he could have sat by and maybe they'll reach out to me. I don't know. But I really hope to see he is jumping full into this, reaching out to everyone and saying, hey, look, this is my thing. I know people who do this stuff. I understand. I know what I'm talking about here. Let me help. Uh, I'm really glad to see that. I mean, it's the kind of guy he is. It's kind of I would expect nothing less from him. But I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see that, that is the reality of it, where he's saying it. I, I would I would like to see. I know people like this. I would like to see him get on Joe Biden a little bit more. Yeah. I do think I have seen Joe Biden though in the last couple of days, a couple of sound bites where he's like, "No, I would obviously I'd be open to economic options to help people by sending yeah. direct um, cash pay." I mean, I think he's came around to it. Everyone is now. We've, I guess, when Mitch McConnell. And Mitt Romney are when Donald Trump are coming around to sending people money. Yeah. It's kind of hard to like be like, well, now I'm against it. That's and like, also, <laughs> my last statement is, this is a huge, massive pro 2020 commercial for Donald Trump, in which his opponents, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, have slid into the obscurity of absolute nothingness. Well, it's the key you know, campaign. I, I know, I get it, but it's just like, I mean, oof, the impacts of this are just going to be brutally in favor, I mean, sorry, against the the campaigns of these candidates right now. So anyway, um, let us know what you guys think of the comments below. Join the channel. It's an inexpensive way of keeping us corporate uh, sponsorship free. Follow us on PSP Radio 1 on Facebook at... Uh, Problem Solver Politics and on Instagram at Problem Solver Politics. And also, if you guys want to pick up a hat, there's a couple left. If you go to ProblemSolverPolitics.com, this is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.